I am so incredibly thankful for our guests, Harrison Gilmer and Stacy Spears. Both of them were phenomenal. They gave great insights. Uh, if you listen to the conversation over the last two podcasts that I had with them, I think you'll glean some great nuggets and great insight concerning personal wealth and personal finance. And hopefully there, there, these words of wisdom that you pick up, you can turn those into actionable items that can help you as you go on your personal wealth journey. But as I close the conversation with them, I wish to revisit a few things and summarize a few key points that I found to be important. And point number one, and I'm gonna start with this, which is that wealth must have a purpose. And I know you're probably like, duh, everyone knows that. But I wanna reiterate that again, wealth must have a purpose. So if you've listened to the podcast that I've had before, you might've heard me say that. Harrison and Stacy both said the same thing. But what I like about our conversation with them is that specifically wealth must have a purpose that involves others. They both were very adamant about that. And I can't thank them enough for stressing that point. So, and I know that that might sound obvious and cliche too. Like, you know, I'm working hard. Of course, I want to share my wealth with other people, but that's kind of not what we're talking about. So I'm going to give you a couple of questions and I want you to think about these questions to maybe steer your mind either in a different direction or expand upon the framework that you currently have concerning your personal wealth. And it's, the questions are this. Number one, what is the purpose for the wealth you envision? What is that purpose for the wealth that you envision? And then furthermore, can you quickly and passionately articulate that person to someone else? And then thirdly, as you as you think about the vision that you've crafted, does that vision encompass people? And then who are those people that you see who are a part of your vision for wealth? So it's a three-part three part question answer each one of those questions in your own time. And the reason why is because a purpose is supposed to be a continual process versus, and that's different than a goal. So a goal is, is a single event that's achieved in a particular time. Whereas a purpose is a constant fulfillment of who you are to be and aspire to do. See, purpose allows you to see everything that you have. That's the tangible assets. That's the money in the bank. That's the stocks. That's the business interest. That's the real estate. That's the housing. I mean, so everything that you own that's tangible. So purpose allows you to see the tangible assets as well as the intangible assets. There's something that we learned in the podcast with Harrison. He made this, this comment about relationship currency. That is an intangible asset that we all need. So if purpose, what it will do is cause you to take inventory of all the tangible assets and intangible assets, and then it will help you figure out how to use those assets in a way to drive purpose forward and throughout time. That's why purpose is so key. And that's why I'm a big proponent of purpose, and I'm glad Harrison and Stacey are as well. So point number two is this. Wealth is dynamic, meaning it has movement. See, when I say dynamic and it has movement, it means it's supposed to continue to keep moving and keep shifting and it's supposed to keep growing and keep growing. That's what we mean by being dynamic. Now, when discussing wealth, there are some key action words that I often find associated with wealth. And those are creation, number one, and in management. Both of those words are dynamic themselves, creation and management. They require work, but that work is more than just trying to build and hoard. You know, so when you think about wealth, shift your thought from wealth and just building and then hoarding. Rather, shift your work or your thought of creating 
to creating and managing and understanding that in order to create and manage, that requires the assistance of other people, not just my own personal work. You know, because wealth requires the assistance of others because we as individuals can only do so much. So what's supposed to happen is you're supposed to pour into other people, they pour into you, and collectively your wealth grows, their wealth grows as your purpose are aligned and you're working together. So the challenge question is this, who have you shared your person, your purpose with and whom have you invited in to help you create the wealth you need to drive your purpose forward? See, wealth can't be had alone. You need people and people need you in order to create wealth. You don't have to look any further than all the super rich people that you see out on TV or in the marketplace. No one got to where they were by themselves. And I know that that's cliche. You heard that, but that's absolutely true. Even with the wealth that you have, you can call yourself a self-made millionaire or whatever. You might be self-made, but I can guarantee you that there was help along the way and people along the way who assisted you in your purpose. And you poured into those people and then they poured into you. Hence, wealth got generated. And that's what we need to consider as we envision our personal wealth and think about our personal wealth and even talk about our personal wealth. So I encourage you to consider these points. And as you think about these points, not just what I'm saying, but think about the points that were raised by Harrison and Stacy. Your wealth journey is way too important to forget about and overlook these facts, because if you put them to use, I'm fairly confident that they can help you get to the place that you wish, which is to see your wealth grow and then you're able to maintain your wealth.